Welcome to Beyond Bite Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards & Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards & Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards & Associates PC, our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond Blackwings. In today's episode, we will be talking about five tips for choosing a good dental distribution partner. In other words, your sales rep. And to talk further about the subject matter, we also have a very special guest. His name is Jeff Van Hess. He's a sales rep for Patterson Dental. So without further ado, hey Jeff, how are you doing? Hey Ash, thanks for the invite. Oh, my pleasure. So it's been a while in the making of this episode, specifically today. I mean, the weather has not really been on our side. No, it definitely has not. We didn't think that it would be this cold in Texas, but here we are, so bundled up and ready to give you some good information. Perfect. Awesome. So to get started, I mean, I know we have a lot of listeners that are dental practice owners or folks that are working in the dental industry. And oftentimes, I would say, not oftentimes, but all times, really, they will come across a sales rep that they will be working with in the future and at present, what are some of the things that you would say they should be looking out for when they're picking one? Ash, great question. So I will elaborate a little bit. We've seen a lot of changes mm -hmm. in the dental market really over the last two years, more in the last two years than we've had in the last 10. And having been a dental sales rep for 30 plus years, we see a lot of changes even in the next year, even further than than we've seen to this point. Mm -hmm. We see that in the dental dynamics of the dealer. And I'm saying dealer generally because most of the dealers, we have some dealers that are closing their doors and no showrooms. Mm -hmm. So it's just limited distribution. Okay. We have some people that are driving the market to build those territories, but there's been a lot of change, not just on the manufacturing side of the dental manufacturers, but also in regards to the dealers and distribution. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, you ask about five different things that we could look at as far as a sales rep. Mm -hmm. We look at one would be the tenure. How long has that sales rep been in business and what do they know? And I'll elaborate a little bit further before I answer the other ones is you have to have a knowledge and expertise. Mm -hmm. We literally are like a glorified consultant. Mm -hmm. You could have a sales rep that could tell you what color the gloves are. Okay. And what the goo is, but when you really look at two different things, you look at an equipment specialist that's going to help with choosing of the equipment, practice management software, office design, but then you also have the supplies, okay, right. which is separated. There's two different people. So you have supplies and equipment. So as we look at those things and choosing a rep, you want to have someone that knows and has some knowledge and expertise and some tenure. So that would be one. Okay. Number two, it's not just about the supplies and selling something. You have to build a relationship. So that would be the next key is relationship with that 
territory rep. Mm-hmm. And how long are they going to be there? We see people come and go mm-hmm. very quickly. The people that have been here the longest have the most knowledge. So to be able to pass that along, because these doctors a lot of time don't have time to educate themselves, even with today's technology and reading and the things that are available online, but it's really hard to gain that knowledge and expertise without having someone and telling, hey, what are some things specifically you're interested in? Right, right, right. Now that makes sense. And you would think that somebody who's been in the industry for a while probably has built all those relationships that may come in handy for uh, the dentist that's currently seeking for a good rep. That is correct. Right. Because obviously we have price is important when we're purchasing. Okay. But the things that are often missing is the relationship. Okay. And the service and maintenance as well as the quality. So if we look at all those things and we're able to determine what makes the best rep, if we even break it down and not to get to too many things, but you've got not just the equipment piece, okay, but getting a lender, a real estate person, Mm -hmm. if we're looking for a new office, okay, then we start looking at practice management software. How is technology going to be integrated into your practice? How are we going to be taking those x-rays? So back to just having those things, you also have HIPAA, OSHA, fee schedule. So there's a lot that goes on to a dental practice that it's not just about sales. So having someone that's knowledgeable about all of those things is very important when choosing someone or a dealer to purchase your things through, because there's some added value Mm -hmm. that a lot of times goes unrecognized. As we see the transition in dental meetings, dental conventions, those have really been kind of dying over the last couple of years. So that's where most dentists would go to get their information. They would take a CE course, right? Okay, but with technology and everything online, a lot of those things get missed. And then the doctor at the end of the year goes, oh my gosh, we have to get these CE credits uh-huh. before. And then they rush to take something online. And we do have programs through the dealer that, that are available for them to get those CEs. And that's very helpful, I'm sure to our doctors. Very helpful for their credentials because obviously they require so many hours a year to be able to keep their their dental license. Mm -hmm. So having those things are important when choosing things as well. Right, right. So what I'm also hearing is that when you're picking a rep, make sure that the rep is representing a dealer that also keeps up with the changes of the current market. You just mentioned that things have changed vastly, you know, not just from a logistics standpoint, but also from how the doctors themselves are operating. When we're talking about that is credits, before it was more of a face-to-face interaction at conventions. These days, they may be opting more for online CE credits. And that's where, you know, the dealers need to be aware of that and be able to also offer some kind of a platform online where they can get educated on the equipment that they're looking for or the supplies or whatever else they may need for the procedures that they've learned at the CE course. I agree. And the, and even more important is being educated on the larger purchases. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's one thing to purchase supplies or sundries, but if you're looking at that large purchase that is, let's say, a laser, CBBT, cone beam, mm-hmm. integration of technology, uh, maybe even a switching of software. Okay. And there's so many things that are out there today that you read about that are misleading. Mm-hmm. I would say in a sales rep, one that knows everything about all those products, not just about their own, but about their competitors Mm -hmm. and be able to sit down and do a needs analysis for that dentist to know what's best for their practice. Okay. 
what is best for your practice and how does that technology fit into that? Right. I think those are key. And a lot of times, if you don't have a showroom, you can't show your product. And if you don't have a demo and we do in-office demos for all the products that we sell mm -hmm. and we bring the manufacturers rep in there so we can educate that doctor mm -hmm. so that they can be happy and understand that what they're paying for and the decision they made is make is best for their practice. I see. I see. And you actually brought up an interesting point there. I mean, you'd be surprised how many of our clients, and I'm sure there are other dentists out there that are underutilizing their technology. So learning things like proper integration of certain technology uh, that can enable them to offer additional services without having to, you know, purchase anything more can really help with their collections. Really. So having a rep that can provide them with that information and that education, I think it's invaluable. I, I couldn't agree more. Invaluable is a great word. If you look, uh, let's use a CBVT cone beam mm -hmm. purchase. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the largest purchases that a dentist is going to make. How is that integrate? And there's a lot of variance in those products too, because it depends on the size of the volume that that doctor needs. An endodontist is going to have a smaller volume mm -hmm. than an oral surgeon or someone in TMJ mm -hmm. okay, or even ortho. Mm -hmm. But if we don't know what those things are and we underutilize that technology, okay, and then we sit down and have further discussions because on the dental side, we build that through a different, you, see, you build that through on the dental side. Mm -hmm. A lot of times there's a code and a lot of doctors don't know about this. There's a code on the medical side. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they can put that on the medical benefits. It's still a 3D scan. You're still taking a pan. But instead of putting that on their dental insurance, you're going to be able to file that on their medical insurance, which makes a big difference for the dentist because then it's not going against the dental benefit. It can literally go towards the medical side. Mm -hmm. And we could then have further discussions about how that integrates into the practice to recoup some of those scan fees. Right, 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 right. No, absolutely. So, okay. So we've talked about why it's important to pick a rep that's knowledgeable, educated, and has had some decent tenureship that may also bring some additional relationships that the rep may have fostered over the years. Now let's talk about maybe another criteria to look at when we're picking a rep. So let's also... Uh -huh look at one and sorry to interrupt you there ash but one of the things is we talked about distribution okay right. and the availability of products mm -hmm. i just wanted to hit on that note why it was fresh so you got to know where the location and how fast those products are shipping from a distribution center right so a lot of times we don't think about how fast that's going to be get how that product's going to get here mm -hmm. if we look at inventory management okay if the doctor's storing a lot of inventory and making a bulk purchase up front, it's going to sit in inventory and some things have an expiration date. Right. If you look at a distribution center and most of the time a good dealer will be able to ship their product within a day or two at the most. You place an order by a certain time, let's say it's four o'clock in the afternoon, most dealers will be able to deliver the next day. Because we're going to have most of those, 99% of those marked products in the distribution center. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's very important. Some of the other things that you're looking online might be a little bit cheaper, but then you don't know what you're getting. That's right. And not to open a can of worms, but you get into your core products. Then you get into what we call gray market, which is 
you're really close on an expiration date and you don't necessarily may know what you're going to be getting when you're buying online because it doesn't show you the expiration of the products you're getting. So those may arrive and you have a week or so to use them. And then we have black market, which a lot of people don't discuss. But those black market products are products by the manufacturers or other manufacturers that are saying that they are equivalent to or like to certain products when actually they're not because you don't really know what you're getting. So to have a rep to be able to explain those things versus just somebody buying purely something online because of price are a very huge factor. Right. Okay. So to follow up on what you just mentioned, now let's say, and I'm going to create a scenario. So let's say we have a dentist who is in a rural part of a state and is planning on opening up a practice. And, you know, someone mentioned to them that, hey, maybe you should also get in touch with a rep. What kind of steps should this dentist take um, in his or her research before picking the rep regarding to the distribution center, like the proximity? As far as the distribution center, this day and day, this day and age with Amazon, FedEx, mm-hmm. and uh, even UPS, I wouldn't be as concerned about getting the product there. I would be more interested in having a routine from that territory rep. Okay. Is that territory rep following up? The good ones are always going to be available at any point in time, obviously via technology, text, email, call, Mm -hmm. but also coming by and educating and being present in the office. So there's times that, you know, every two weeks is a rotation that's standard, even a rural or urban area to be able to have the rep that's consistent and it's always coming by it may be something that you're looking about as products, but then we get into service and maintenance of the equipment. Right. You may come in one day and the sterilizer is not working, or there may be a problem with a handpiece, mm-hmm. something with the delivery system. The things that you don't think about on a day-to-day basis, but when you think about a rep that's consistent and always coming by, there's going to be a lot of things that that rep does besides just selling product. Okay. They're going to come and help with a service call. Wow. So I was not aware of that, actually. So that's good to know. So your rep can actually assist you with the uh, maintenance of the product. That is correct. Okay. So let's use a vacuum and compressor Mm -hmm. and a sterilizer. Those are the the heart of the practice. Mm -hmm. So vacuum, compressor, sterilizer. If any one of those three are down, the doctor can't see patients. Right. Those cost time and money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially in a rural area or ask, you just mentioned earlier about how cold it is. Mm -hmm. We get power outages. So you have a rep that you have that's on speed dial. Hey, you know what? Vacuum and compressor's down. I can have a tech without out there within a few hours. So those things that we don't talk about when we're buying things, but having a rep that's going to be able to do all of those things, helping set up a service call, getting a technician out there to keep you up and going are invaluable. Sterilizer. There's service and maintenance that have to be done annually, monthly, and weekly for a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Same thing on a sterilizer. Okay. So knowing and be preemptive on preventative maintenance is going to be key in setting up that protocol. We have ways that we could track that now with technology from our end on the dealer side, but then also for the staff, you could even have a sheet that's on the back of the door in the mechanical room that shows when it was last service and maintain. Mm-hmm. Because if you have clogged filters on a compressor, that affects performance. If you're not cleaning the vacuum trap that has debris, that affects performance. Mm -hmm. The sterilized water or the distilled water that you're filling with your sterilizer. So all those things. And a good rep knows not just about one thing, but should know about 
pretty much all the things that happens in a dental practice. Uh, you made a good point there. That's right. And I'm also thinking of, I, I know we said five points, but I feel like, you know, this conversation, it, they, they, all these points kind of go hand in hand. So I have to like pull out, oh, there was another point, I think, that we talked about that needs to be, you know, highlighted here. You talked a little bit about the support system that the rep will bring in after the equipment has been sold. So meaning, you know, lending, you know, what if the dentist needs to borrow money to buy the equipment? So maybe that's also another factor to look into when you're picking a rep. Yeah, hundred percent. So if you look at the entire process, so obviously the purchasing, mm -hmm. if you're purchasing from a dealer, they should be able to provide very quick service and maintenance. And in addition to that, when you're looking at the larger purchases, you hit a great point is the financing capability. Mm -hmm. So I know with us, we finance our own equipment. We have great rates, no pre-penalty for early payoff. And those are cost-saving measures that help tremendously use that where you're not locked in with someone on a bank where you have to pay a note and you're going to pay a fee because you're ending that contract early. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we break those into segments, whether it's new office, office design equipment, your large purchases supplies, service, maintenance, and then the add-on things that you don't think about, HIPAA training, OSHA training, fee schedules, making sure that those fee schedules are up to date. So if you kind of look at that umbrella, those are five things right there mm -hmm. that a good rep should be doing for you. And there's many more that we could deep, dig deep in later, but I would say if those are the core, I would look at those. Absolutely. Now, some dealers also provide a loyalty program. Is that right? That is correct. Most large deals do a loyalty program where as you're purchasing equipment, you're accruing dollars towards future supplies. Mm -hmm. Or as you're buying supplies, you're going to accrue dollars to purchase future equipment. So depending on the program, but typically every dealer has a program that would have added value for you being a dedicated customer mm -hmm. that obviously... And we have some leverage there too. So if you're buying supplies from us and you need something to service, you get on a priority list. Right. If you haven't purchased something for a long period of time, and then all of a sudden we're having an emergency, those other, those other customers that are paying and buying from us on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis are going to have a priority there. So we have some leverage on a buying customer to be able to pull some strings. Right, 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 right. So all the more reasons to pick a good rep in the early stages of your practice. That is correct. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so that covers four things. For the fifth tip, what would you say is important? I would say for the fifth tip, pick a rep that you can trust, okay? One that you know is not going to be misleading or just out for their own intentions. I mean, most of the good reps that I've dealt with over my 30 years, morally and ethically, are going to take care of the customer. Right. Having done this for so long, we're going to weed out the people that are looking out for their best interests and not for the doctor's best interest. Mm -hmm. okay. We know who those people are and we will steer them away from that. Mm -hmm. So having that, it literally is like a marriage. You have a trust and relationship that you can count on the dealer to come follow through at any point. Mm -hmm. You're always there. I mean, even to the point where myself, it's nights and weekends. It's not just during business hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to have... I require my clients to have at least a quarterly or an annual meeting to sit down and look at the things that the doctor needs. Mm -hmm. We put a plan together. 
on future equipment purchases. We know what's being old. We know what's having a little bit age. We can put a plan together to be preemptive so we don't have some product failures. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we want to know what's going to build that practice, whether that's new technology, cameras, sensors, uh, integration on some of the software, patient reminders, typically things like that. I see. So truly a partner, not just, you know, a salesperson, but a partner who's equally vested in the business as the owner. That is correct. Now oh, that's, that's some good tip there. So what would be one way, like if, if I were to be the dentist, how could I tell that, okay, this rep is someone I can trust? What, what would you say are some of the markers that I can be on the lookout for, for that? So I would, I always tell the doctor to interview the person that they're going to be working with. Okay. okay. Just as a dentist gets a referral from a, from a patient, mm-hmm. the best thing that could happen is a, a, re, a patient refers them to another patient and that person has enough trust to come in and see that dentist. Mm-hmm. That's how a good rep builds their reputation in the marketplace. Perfect. Is we've done that same thing. Don't let the salesperson sell you on themselves. Mm-hmm. Talk to their peers. Ask around, right? Right. We're in Dallas, but you go anywhere in the Metroplex or anywhere else in the United States, the good reps are going to have a reputation mm-hmm. that is going to be aware from all the people, whether it's like yourself and we're talking to CPAs, mm-hmm. okay, other construction people, real estate people, even down to the sign and IT people that are involved, right? So everyone has an IT company. So sometimes the doctor just has to know who to ask and have the right question. And there's nothing against talking to several different people. I mean, I refer, I ask my dentist to go out and say, hey, you know what? We know you have a choice. Go out and meet some of my competitors, okay? But ask a few of your peers and I can give you a list of references. But I always say that that's the best form because then obviously the people that are out there that are referring, just like patients do to the dentist, uh-huh. they're the ones that are going to know the truth. Mm, that's an excellent tip there. Thank you. It's uh, one thing that we've always said <laughs> on my team is, your reputation and trust are the most important thing. So being able to provide value, there's so many other consultants. There's other people that are entering this market that are doing seminars, CEs, design courses, and we know they're out there, but a lot of times they're misleading. So if you go to any of those courses, keep an open mind. Okay. That isn't the telltale answer. That's the only thing. Keep an open mind and maybe ask and, and even ask, call the Patterson your local branch, call some of the other dealer branches and ask who, who is a good person to be able to come through and educate them on some new products or to help them with pricing or to help them with service and maintenance. Every one of the good reps will absolutely show up and help that dentist through that whole process. That's good to know. I agree. Now, as a bonus tip, now, before we actually started the recording, you mentioned that you had recently come back from... Um, a conference of sorts where there's going to be a new equipment available. Um, is that something maybe you can talk a little bit about? I sure can. A lot of the manufacturers have been changing distribution and positioning. Some products were only sell through a dealer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those dealers carried many different product lines. So let's say they had five different things that they carried. Mm-hmm. And let's say it was a scaler, a sterilizer, a chair, and a sensor. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of these manufacturers are dedicating their own sales force so that they only are trained on their own products. Their own products, then they're going out and educating the dentist. So as you look at how the market's changing, and as I mentioned, especially over the last two years versus obviously in the years to come, knowing what those products are, I think it's important. I myself go to a training once a month. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's I have to stay in the know. Technology changes way too fast mm -hmm. for the dentist, let alone when he's chairside to keep up with it. Same thing on my end. So I think it's my responsibility to go and know what those products are so I can come meet with the dentist and educate them on those things. And that's what's happening on a lot of these products. There's so many things to know about, whether it's practice management and integration and reminders, if it's billing, claims, some of the other products are available. There's just a lot, right? So the doctor's obviously focused on the oral cavity, but you also have the front end and back end of a business. So to be able to know those things. So I think it's important for me to know and educate my dentist on what they have that are available. So having that knowledge and expertise, and that's why I pair up with all of my manufacturers. So I'm in the know about new products that are coming up, some things I can share, some things I can't, but I also know they're coming and I know the status of that company. We've seen a lot of manufacturers come and go over the years, Pelton and Crane being one of them. They've been bought and sold three times in the last 30 years, and they, a year and a half ago, went bankrupt and no longer can get service and maintenance parts. So, so those dentists that have a Pelton and Crane product in their office have no way for service and maintenance, and they paid good money for those. So we always take into consideration and we're looking at those things as the doctor's making a purchase decision to make sure that we can say, hey, you know what? That might be something that I might not look at. Just because of, let's say, COVID, we had obviously the distribution model where a lot of things were coming in from China, the distribution was shut down. So now we don't have the availability. So now we're looking for other replacement things that are going to fill that void. Uh, I see. So staying ahead of the curve. Absolutely. Knowing what's coming what the status of, let's say, a manufacturer is, is that product have a life cycle? If it does, what's the replacement going to be? Or is there going to be a replacement? And having those things are invaluable. Right. That's fantastic, Jeff. So for our listeners out there who may want to reach out to you with questions or maybe, you know, with the possibility of working with you, um, would you mind sharing your contact information with them now? Absolutely. So it's Jeff. Van Hess, and that's J-E-F-F-V-A-N, capital H-E-S-S, -S, Jeff Van Hess with Patterson Dental. And my phone number is 214-912-8512. And if you prefer email, email is jeff.vanhess, so J-E-F-F -F dot V-A-N-H-E-S-S -S, at Patterson Dental, all one word with two T's, PattersonDental.com. Fantastic. All right, Jeff. Well, it was such a pleasure to have you on our episode today. It was great. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be very appreciative of all the information that they've gathered today. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Great speaking with you. And we'll speak soon again in the future. I look forward to that. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond by Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com.